We first hear in St. Mark's Gospel, and it's the very beginning of the Gospel, and he talks about the baptism of John the Baptist being a baptism of repentance and water, and the baptism of Jesus being one of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and we really actually have a very powerful example in the cathedral right now, which is, I really need to take note of. Uh, and you notice where the Advent wreath is. It is right over the baptism font. It's almost as if each of those candles and the wreath itself are rising out of the font. And it's significant because in this time of awaiting the birth of Jesus in our lives, in a new way, in a personal way, we have symbolized for us the great virtues of the church. Faith, hope, love, and expectant joy. That's really who we're called to be. So as we light each candle, it's as if the waters of baptism and the, the gift of the Holy Spirit is rising out of the baptismal font for us and saying to us and calling us into a, a deeper faith and a deeper hope and a deeper love in Jesus Christ. Uh, and, and especially the expected joy of Jesus being born in our midst. So as we enter into the, the Word, uh, we hear first the prophet Isaiah talking about the relationship we have with God. And he's saying that, that we are very much being shepherded, shepherded by God. I hope that's a word, because that's, that's going out live. So I hope it's a word. We are being shepherded by God. And Jesus, as our personal shepherd, that's the way we need to think of it. Jesus, as our personal shepherd, really watches over us. And he says in, in the end of the reading we had in Isaiah, that the, the shepherd watches over his sheep, and he literally picks up the lambs and holds them in his arms. That's us. That's us. So that's the experience that we're really celebrating with the Advent wreath as we prepare for Christmas, is Jesus literally holding us close to himself. I have a chance to visit my uh, brother and uh, his wife, and they had their son and his wife and their two little children, a four-year-old, and I think it's eight-year-old. So the four-year-old, does not have a voice that's an inside voice. <laughs> so you can imagine. And he's the cutest little guy. The cutest little guy. But when he's on, good, he's just wonderful. And he comes flying up and grabs my leg and hugs me and says, Uncle Louie, Bishop Uncle Louie. Doesn't know what to call me. And, I, and sometimes I don't know what to call me. But that's okay. God is good. Those really are special moments but give it five minutes and the hurricane hits. And the little guy with the outside voice, everyone in the neighborhood for a full block knows what's going on in his life at that moment. But his mother comes to him and she does correct him, she does speak truth to him, but she also holds him. And that's really the image of Jesus holding us in faith, especially when our faith is tested, 
especially with all the crazy stuff that's happened in the world in the last year. Uh, I, I saw a note somebody wrote, it will be wonderful when 2020 is in our rearview mirror. That's really part of what's going on for us. Do we believe that God is in charge? And like my, my, uh, my nephew's wife, God holding us even in those really difficult moments that we have, even in those moments that it's hard to have faith, it's hard to have hope, and it's really hard to love the one in front of you, especially a great nephew who is screaming at the top of his lungs, and still God saying to us, I will not leave you alone. And so that's the other part of Isaiah, the prophet. He says, Jesus guides the youths. In other words, the super duper little ones, that's the little lambs, the little sheep. Jesus guides the youths. That's us. Jesus guiding us. And guiding us in faith, in hope, in love, and in an expected joy. The other part of the gospel uh, is that we are to make the way straight in our lives for God. That's, that's the first thing that St. Mark says. And, and he knew Jesus personally. And so in speaking that, he really gives us some very specific directions. He says, everything in our lives needs to direct us to God. And if there's things that are not directed to God, we need repentance, forgiveness, and healing. That is offered by our Good Shepherd, Jesus. He gives us healing, He gives us peace, He gives us forgiveness. I come back to my great nephew. After so much time screaming and yelling and having some time out, his mother and his father bring him back into the fold and hold him and hug him. Same is true for us. After much screaming and yelling on our part, after much consternation on our part, after much time in which we are tired of these masks that we're wearing and saying, Lord, it is time, it's enough, we remember the words of the Gospel and the words of St. Peter as he said, a thousand years are like one day for God, and one day is like a thousand years for God. The mask eventually will come off. But we are in God's hands and invited to let God hold us. Let God hug us. Let the Good Shepherd guide us. And let the Good Shepherd really bless our lives. Even in the midst of this pandemic. To let the Good Shepherd bless us. And that blessing rising from this this wonderful baptism thought is a blessing of faith, a blessing of hope, a blessing of love, and a blessing of expected joy that we get to hold Jesus, the baby, in our arms anew. Wonderful. Let's pray for that grace during this Eucharist.